Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not enjoying the ghost stories here on this show, be sure to check out our true crime podcast called True Crime Today. Search it wherever you download podcasts. Myself, Carol Hughes, Stacey Cole, all discuss the latest in many true crime stories, dark, disturbing, and sometimes just plain crazy. Check it out. True Crime Today. Search and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Here's a preview of one of this week's episodes of True Crime Today. A Little League umpire in Washington has been charged with rape and meth possession in connection with a teen girl. And a lady from California charged with murder after she allegedly struck a man she saw attempting to run over a kitty cat. And an Alaska man convicted in a 1993 sexual assault, stabbing and shooting death of a lady who was discovered in a college bathroom. Thanks to, you guessed it, DNA. This is True Crime Today. Not only a tragedy for the family. It's unfathomable. Shot to death more than half a dozen times, likely with a shotgun by his own mother. True Crime Today. Say he then drove her body in her van about five miles away. Police say she put her newborn in a trash bag and threw the baby over an upstairs banister. A podcast that examines real stories in real time. Disturbing. He says she asked him to help her in her life. True Crime Today starts now. Exactly. That is exactly what we're doing. We're starting the program right now. Welcome to the show. And uh, if you like us, be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Leave us a review there on Apple Podcasts as well. We do greatly appreciate that. It's Tony and Carol Hughes with you on today's episode of the program. What's going on with you? Well, it sounds like a bunch of upstanding citizens we're going to talk about tonight. It's always the most upstanding that we, it's not, the show's not like true upstanding citizen today, which <laughs> I get. I, would oh any, my God. Next year for um, April Fool's Day, we should just tell all like amazing people stories. You're listening to like, true, true crime daily. True upstanding citizen today. Yes, I'd like to nominate a uh, citizen. You're able to nominate on True Upstanding Citizen Today. I'd like to nominate the person who bought my order of uh, of Chick-fil-A nuggets um, uh, who was in front of me. I really appreciate that. But they did not pay for the extra sauces I was about to receive. I ordered approximately 24 extra Chick-fil-A sauces and that was an extra $34 and if they weren't willing to pay for that they can go to hell those fucking assholes they just paid for my sandwich and not the sauces what the fuck is wrong with people true upstanding people today (laughs) yes true upstanding people today only on this (laughs) podcast fuck them (laughs) because it's like person doing something good then other person gets pissed off because it's like what the fuck yeah why are you trying to rescue that cat out of my tree have you ever been in the circle of um of the like pay it forwards thing um uh well one day at the quick trip 
which is the best convenience store in the world, by the way. But I miss Quick Trip. Um, and and the, the thing is, there, there's there's a North Quick so Trip with a K, and there's a Q one in the South. And I will say, having been from the North, the Q one is far better than the K one. Yeah. No, see, it's just Q U I K. Yep. They don't even spell it like Q T. Yep. Yep. But um, one day I was there before work, and and so. I don't remember, like, I had some encounter with a person that was like, I don't know, like I held the door open for me or something. Like that kind of, I got it. No, I got it. I got it. One of those weird things. And I, so we get up to the counter at the same time and I'm kind of like, oh, watch out for me. And he's like, he goes to buy and he's like, I'll buy hers today too. And he bought mine. Oh, that's nice. That's really the only time that's ever happened to me. But it was kind of cool because it wasn't anonymous. It was just like, nice guy. Mm -hmm. And he was young. He was only like in his 20s probably. Yeah. So he was just being a nice guy. That's cool. No, that that's that's yeah. really cool. I, I had once been in a, and this, this was absurd, and I'm sure it, it's not the norm, but I get it. I, I got a big crew too now. And it, when you go to the fast food restaurant or something, it's not like you're walking out of there paying 20 bucks. You got, uh, with my world, like seven people, and you're going to pay, it's like 100 bucks to go to the drive-thru. Um, and and that's, that's fine. That's what it is, what it is. You know what you're getting into when you're going into it. But I would never be like expecting anyone behind me to pay for something like that. But I was in uh, the drive-thru once, big uh, SUV uh, that was, uh, is it behind you or before you that you pay for? I think it's behind you. Well, usually you pay for the guy behind you because yeah. then so, they pull yeah. up it was, and you're it was, like, it was, whoa, it, yeah. it what? Was, they yep. paid for me? Yep, it was the SUV behind me. And uh, and I remember getting up and they're like, okay, um, we've been doing the chain now for 28 cars do you want to pay for the one behind you? And I'm like, I can't see how many people are in this vehicle. Like, I don't know. I'm like, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what are we looking at here? Like, you know, if it's like reasonable, like under a hundred dollars. Well, now I feel like, isn't that taking away the good deed? That now you're kind of being sort of guilted into it. It's like, that's hey, what they like do. They do. 10 they, 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 people in a row have they, done it. That's are you going to break do. the chain? They, yeah. they, they do guilt you. And they were like, because I don't know what I'm like, just let me know. Like, what, what are we looking at? And I'm thinking like something reasonable. And I'm thinking if you're the cashier, you're not going to propose something ridiculous on somebody. I'm thinking like, okay, at least like $100 and below is what we got to be hearing here. And I'm like, well, pretty I was much, thinking like 10, anything over 10 bucks. But, I'm like, but, but I'm like, like a big car or something and people like, I'm like, I'm willing to do like $100 and below. Just to kind of keep this going. I'm cool with that. Whatever. And they're like, okay, well, it's an order. Uh, like they actually read the order out to me, which is really weird. I'm like, I don't, I don't need it. Like, just, well, what is it? What, what does it cost? I just like, need the total. It's like $278. Are you kidding me? Because I think it was, it was, it was the car. And I think they were buying a lot for someplace else. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're buying two hundred seventy-eight dollars worth of McDonald's. To go. Yeah, you're the tenth guy through, yeah. and yeah. so you pay for their two hundred dollar order behind. And I'm just oh, like, no. I'm like, 
Um, Who do you think I am, a professional I, basketball player? <laughs> I, 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 I think that's no. I, I, I don't know what I'm what I'm giving that to or what. I'm like, no. I, I'm gonna have to stop you there. Like, can I can I like contribute to it? Now it's either like uh, you do it or you don't. I'm like, okay. Well, I'm okay. Well, I'm sorry. I have a limit, and uh, I'm, that's just, and then they were really shitty to me the rest of the like. Here you go. Like I, I was like a horrible person because I didn't like just suddenly randomly drop like 200 some dollars at the mcdonald's yeah because it was really one of their buddies yeah who ordered all this shit and they maybe and so you pulled up and it was like yeah dude like is that what it was i don't know i have no idea it was so weird it could have been i was just like and now i'm like an outcast because i'm happy to treat within reasonable range of that sort of shit. I do it at Starbucks oh, all the hell time. Oh, no. I wouldn't have but, done that. But not that. <laughs> like, no. That shouldn't even be asked. That shouldn't even be considered. 10 bucks, I'd have been like $10. That's yeah. a lot of money. And then if it would be 20, I'd be like, oh, that's right out. Yeah. I, I, but I, mostly, like, I would pick up somebody's if it was like, had a coffee and a donut. I'll buy your coffee. And sure. I've yeah. done that at the quick trip myself before. Like, yeah. Guy didn't have his wallet, and he had his kids, and the kids were all getting donuts. And the kids, I've done it, yeah. I, like the, the amount of times I'm I've like, been, let yeah. me get your donuts. I've been at a cash and, register so many times where there's someone in front of me, and uh, a lot because I, I go to the grocery store during the day quite often, so I'm there with a lot of moms, and, and they're doing their stuff. And there's so many times where I've been in a cash register, and there's uh, like a mom in front of me, they got the kid, and they're like. Your card's not going through, and it's like it's usually the the child support card where the asshole didn't fucking. Oh, and then the, yeah, and then they're so rude about it. And I, and and I know like, because I have one of those cards because I have a, a a card like that because I get child support uh, because I'm a 100 full time custody of my child, um, and so I know exactly what that card looks like, and and I just like and whatever it is, if I see that, I'm like, I got you, girl. And like what? I'm like, no, I understand. I got you. And so I, I I've um I've done that several times in those sort of situations. But those are kind of like you can Good. like you can like judge the situation. I like to know what I'm giving to or where I'm giving or what the situation is, where it's like truly is going to be appreciated, not just thrown into some system where it's like randomly like, oh, okay, here it goes, you know. I, like I didn't do- even know about the yeah. the chain of giving which sounds sexual. I know (laughs) if you know what I mean I didn't even know I read something about that online recently where that happened to a woman kind of the same thing you're talking about it's giving shame yeah and she was like no I wanted I was all excited when I thought somebody bought mine and now I'm expected to buy somebody else's and she's like I just said, no, I want the feel good of having somebody buy mine for a change. Well, what they should do is if they're going to offer it, they're going to ask it. These stores should recognize, don't ask for the person to buy the whole fucking order. Expect, ask them them for an equal order. If there's like an equal item, which, and don't even tell them what the rest of the order is. Just say the next person in front of you has this and it's this much. Would you be willing to do that one? And you'll probably get people to say yes 98% of the time. As long as you're not presenting them with Here's a, what I think. Yeah. You don't even do that. I think a good deed is a good deed. And if... Just let people do it. If you bought... Yeah. Somebody bought yours, then down the road, I always say, then 
pay it forward at some point. I think genuinely doing it makes far more sense. You're asking a lot of people to actually do that. But but I don't know. It it feels kind of inauthentic sometimes when it's forced on you. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Little League umpire in Washington has been charged with rape and meth possession in connection with a teen girl. An official hunt for the 58-year-old man suspected of child sex offenses ended this week when he voluntarily surrendered to authorities. The King County Sheriff's Office issued a $500,000 warrant for Michael Wearmouth's arrest on Wednesday, September 28th. The King County Sheriff's Office said the next day that he was in custody after he voluntarily turned himself in. KCPQ-TV cites court documents stating that Wearmouth and the victim's father met in 2020 with the father expressing concern over Wearmouth's apparent interest in the victim The teen apparently suffered serious brain injuries in a car accident last year. The two supposedly became closer after that. And Wearmouth began began spending time with her. Oh, God. So you get brain injuries and oh, here we go. The now 15-year-old victim reportedly told police that Wearmouth had sexually assaulted her eight times over the course of several months. As reported by KCPQ. Methamphetamine and marijuana were reportedly provided by Wearmouth to the adolescent. In September, the girl's father allegedly learned of the rape allegations. Wearmouth called KCPQ reporter and said the accusations were not accurate in a voicemail that he had left before uh, handing himself in. Wearmouth said that uh, the father of the girl was seeking revenge against him. What he actually said it was that uh, he has uh, to do a motor and engine and that he sold to someone together with a transmission and a set of headlights. I mistook the caller for one of my friends. As soon as they acquired control, they flat out refused to pay for it. That's punishment for destroying my engine after uh, waiting a week. I finally accused of doing this. Makes a lot of fucking sense. Wearmouth allegedly said he couldn't have raped the girl since he'd had both testicles removed in 2019 to treat testicular cancer. Uh, reports from KCPQ Wearmouth uh, was an umpire for both the Little League and an adult softball league, but he was only on the job for two days before being taken on a commission. According to King County Database, Wearmouth was booked on charges of rape, communicating with a minor for immoral purposes, commercial sexual abuse of a minor, and delivery, manufacture, and possession with intent to deliver amphetamines and methamphetamines. So do with that what you will. That's terrific. So not only this poor family having to deal with this daughter who is, you know, in a car accident and left with brain damage, but then this guy's preying on her. I would be so outraged. I'm surprised they didn't go after him and and kill him. Yeah. Like, like seriously, I would be so mad. It's, uh, It's one of those where you just look at this and go, how, why? And you just shake your head. And you, well, and there, there's like, so and he's many. doing meth and shit yeah, on the, top of it. You add that to the equation and there's just so many layers that you just can't logically go through and say, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I guess uh, 
I'm going to go with that. You know, it's there, there's something uh, else there that is just beyond what, uh, what one could, uh, oh my gosh, I'm talking like this now. I'm, I'm just trying to adjust something. Honestly, I didn't know it would make me sound like that. Tony got a new toy. <laughs> Tony got a new toy. What's the, isn't there a song like, uh, Jenny's got a gun. Oh yeah, that's Jenny's got a gun. Is Jenny's that- got a gun. It's Aerosmith. Jenny's <laughs> got a gun. Yeah, J- Tony's got a toy. It makes voices sound freaky. Tony's got a toy. God knows what he'll fucking do with it. <laughs> so there you go. I just wanted the uh, caller voice to sound more caller-like, but it was kind of pitched up, so I was trying to change that as we uh, went along. I didn't know it would broadcast it, though, but as we do on this show, we don't edit shit out. You get the fucking live coverage of how we do things, because that's... People like that. That's how unprofessional we are. Or how professional we are, honestly. Oh, yeah, I meant that's how professional we are. That's how we deal with things. A lady from California has been charged with murder after she allegedly struck a man she saw attempting to run over a cat. Okay, so initially hearing that headline, how do you feel, Carol Hughes? So the guy is intentionally trying to run over a cat? Well, and she hit him? She's been charged like with murder. Hit him with a... she's oh, been... she killed him? She's been charged with murder. Murder. After she allegedly struck a man, she saw attempting to run over a cat. So, yeah. She, wait, uh, Rebecca. Uh, let, let, me she, go, let me just go to the story. I think that okay. we might clear it up a little bit more. 20-year-old woman uh, detained after reportedly driving her automobile to fatally strike a guy who she believed was trying to run over her cat. The Orange County District Attorney's Office claims that at 8.23 p.m. on Sunday, September 25th, Hannah Esser exited her vehicle and encountered the victim, later identified as Louis Anthony Victor. The witness claims that she videotaped their exchange because she was afraid he was going to try to hit the cat in the middle of the street. Esser allegedly got back in her car after an argument with Victor who got out of his and drove off. The district attorney's office claimed that Esser had circled back around and was headed into Victor's direction when he allegedly made a U-turn and crashed into him on purpose. It was that the Victor leaped into the car's hood and a windshield before landing on the sidewalk below. It was reported by the Cypress Police Department that responding police located the deceased person lying in the highway. Reports that Victor was pronounced deceased to the side. The district attorney's office has stated that Esser has been charged with one felony count of murder on account to get a sentence of 25 years to life if found guilty. She'll be formally charged and arraigned on October 13th. In the meantime, she's being held in lieu of $1 million bail. In a statement, Orange County District Attorney Todd Spritzer said, The action showed a blatant contempt. Our human life. Following this, Spritzer said, The Orange County District Attorney's Office will ensue and ensure 
by this random act of violence targeting a stranger will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Here you go. Your turn. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't have any fancy toys. <laughs> Did you do it to me? Did I do what? Can you make my voice sound crazy on your end? Try talking. Okay. No, I can't. It doesn't work. Oh, dang it. Anyways, so she, I'm trying to get this story straight. So she sees a guy that she thinks is intentionally trying to kill a cat. Yeah. I would be outraged. Sure. So to stop him, she just hits him with her car yes. or did she confront him first and then hit? It seems like there was, there was from, from what I can understand, a little confrontation. Of this, it seemed like a little confrontation. It wasn't quite clear by the wording of this, um, but it seemed like it was a little confrontation and I guess she didn't get the outcome that she wished for and decided that maybe running him over was the best um, route of action. Which you know, I, get I could it. see me going off on somebody who I saw trying to kill an animal. Sure. I could, you know, that I don't know, but then killing them. That's kind of like you're, you're like, you like, you know, you're like, you're screwed at that point. Like, why would you put yourself into that? It's like, yeah. Right. It's like, oh my God, you're so horrible because you want to kill a cat, but I can kill you. Yeah. It just makes no sense. So I'm assuming she tried to go after him to hit him. And I'm guessing this was all 100% emotion running crazy and people doing crazy things in the heat of emotion and that they will regret for the rest of their lives. Um because I would be outraged yeah. if I saw somebody doing something like that. I really would. But was and, it? But was it a misunderstanding though? Too. I mean. I mean. I don't know. Was he trying to kill a cat? Did she see what she? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could drive by somebody who's like maybe their cat ran away, and you're running after it to try and get control of it so it doesn't run into the street, and the cat's going fucking nuts. I've done that, and if somebody were just to like drive by at that moment, they may think I'm trying to abuse the cat. Where I'm just trying to like get the cat secure, take all the fucking scratches it's gonna give me, but get it back to the house where it's safe because it's scary. Yeah. And and that's not abuse. That's you trying to take care of your animal and take what the animal's gonna give you. I mean, a lot of people be like, fuck you, run away. But if you love your pet, you're like, you're gonna they'll take those scratches just to to make sure they get back because they don't understand what's going on. So I don't know. I mean, more context on that would certainly be yeah. um, would be helpful. Uh, an Alaska man was convicted in 1993 of sexual assault, stabbing and shooting the death of a lady who was discovered in a college bathroom. And uh, this is one of those DNA stories where it's like, pass them out at Christmas, kids. I highly encourage that because you may find that that strange uncle you always suspected was so creepy may just be as creepy as you suspected. Or just really innocent and weird. It all depends. 20-year-old female student discovered dead in her college dorm restroom in 1993, and the man responsible for her death 
given a life sentence. Earlier this year, in February, Stephen Downs was found guilty of first-degree murder and sexual assault. Alaska Department of Law made the announcement about Downs sentencing on Tuesday, September 27th. He received 67 years for the murder conviction and eight years for the sexual assault conviction. On April 26, 1993, the body of Sophie Sergey was discovered in a restroom of her residence hall at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. Sexually abused, stabbed in the face, and shot in the back of the skull were among the injuries she reportedly sustained. Sergey was an undergraduate of the university, but he was currently taking a semester off and residing on campus at a friend's apartment. She was found dead in the afternoon after leaving her friend's dorm room on a woman-only floor in the early hours to smoke a cigarette. DNA sample was taken from Sergey's body and entered into a national database. However, the Alaska Department of Law reports that no matches were found. Many years passed before police with the Alaska State Troopers used modern DNA testing to finally pin the crimes on Downs. While working as a nurse in Maine, Downs was arrested in February 2019 and extradited to the U.S. According to reports, Downs' conviction was the first time in Alaska that a case was tried utilizing modern DNA testing equipment. Well, that's kind of disturbing, honestly, uh, to hear that uh, this is one of the first cases of that being used in Alaska, considering it's 2022. It's is that uh, one of those Palin things where it's like, we're going to keep using the old stuff because it just, it works nice. I like it. Comes out in pretty colors on the screen. And, uh, you know, it just, it just feels good. Yeah, I like to, we like to take the evidence and rub it on moose urine. And if the moose urine <laughs> turns a specific color, we know, we know it was the bad guy. I don't know. I'm sorry. My guess is no, it didn't go okay. down quite I'm like that. I'm guessing not quite um, like that, but... Uh, not quite. But if we're talking like, um, this is like breaking news for Alaska that we're using DNA evidence in 2022, um, okay. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, every time I hear a story that they used like a basic DNA ancestry sort of thing, yeah. and they catch somebody, I get so happy about that i love it because i love it it's not like they uploaded their own dna it's their sister who's like hey who are we related to yeah it's an aunt it's a brother it's you know it's other people in the family who are curious and you know so these people are just going along in life like oh i got away with that 20 years ago and then knock on the door and they've been <sighs> caught you want to lo- learn and a lot I about your relatives that. learn a lot about your relatives here here's all you gotta do at christmas this year do this get the dna get test the kit. DNA test. Get, you know get the kits don't fucking wrap them up don't do that at all just get a whole bunch of them and have a big fucking bag of them it's like oh it's your turn to give the gift okay walk around the room and start giving them to people that see, you suspect are kind of fucking weird. And and see what the result is. The ones that are like, this is awesome. I'm this is I can't wait. And the ones that are like, actually, oh, oh thank you. Actually, Tony, you don't even have to do that. You could be like, you get a DNA test and you get a DNA test and you do. 
And then you just watch the people who are squirming. That's what They're I'm like, saying. <laughs> no, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. But do it one by one. Do it, do it. So you yeah. don't have to like scan the room at one time. Just that's exactly what I'm saying, Carol. You go one by one and you go and you get one and you get and you watch the people because you don't know who's going to get one. And you watch them who are squirming that are going to get one. And those are the ones you got to watch out for. I'm and just, even if they don't get one, their sister gets one. Exactly. They're busted. You find a way. And I we're, love we're like, that yeah, shit. Yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm just picturing this. And, I, and I, I'm not. So if some family members listening to this. Uh, I'm not predicting this of any of my family members, honestly. But I'm just picturing this idea going on in my grandmother's basement when I was a child. Because that's how we all got together. And like everybody getting one of these test kits. And just people's faces and what they may go for. And I, there's maybe only one or two people that I'd be like, I'd say maybe their eyebrows would raise a bit. Uh, but I think for the most part, it'd be like, oh, neat. This is cool. But yeah, that's what you want. I think it'd for. be great. It's like, everybody, let's go upload our DNA right now. Let's send yeah. it in. I, I can't do. wait to find out. And I know there's like all these conspiracy arg arguments like oh you put this into a database that, that you're right you do you're exactly right but you know what there's a thousand other ways they got my dna as well if they're going to be covert about it they're not going to be doing it through a fucking uh, dna test kit through uh, amazon or through uh, amazon or uh uh ancestry or something like that they'll just take it from you at the doctor's office they already have access to gazillions of it so I, I don't think yeah. it's like, oh, how do we get this this DNA from this person? Well, you've you've been kind of giving it to them since you were born. <laughs> so there's not really a shortage of it there if they want to use it for some sort of uh, purpose. Northern California man allegedly stayed with a roommate's dead body for four years <sighs> and then, you know, kind of took his money. 57-year-old man being held responsible for allegedly wasting his dead roommate's money and living with his body for literally years. How the fuck do you do this? <coughs> Identity I, theft. You asked to act like yeah. I know? <laughs> I'm making the pause and coughing at the same time where, Carol, you tell me, how do you live with a dead roommate's <laughs> money and body for years. It's like price is right. What's your bid? Well, I think first you'd have to get a large freezer so you can put the body in that and freeze it solid. Yeah. Then it won't stink. I've seen enough dateline and shit. And um because it it's just going to stink up. The freezer can last for years on on according to a lot of dateline episodes. But they're like, and then they pulled yeah, the body there was out. One, I can't remember what it was I was watching. I get them all confused. I've seen so many. But yeah. the, they um they didn't, or maybe you and I were talking about it. They didn't pay the electricity or yeah. something happened. They got their utilities shut off. And it's like, oh shit. We yeah. got the freezer and it's not plugged in. Yeah. There was one where like there they had like venison in there with it as well. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, and they're still like getting the venison out. As like the frozen bodies above it, it's just like, you know, like there, yeah. there's gonna be like a, no big deal. There's gonna be amount of like cross cross contamination in that sort of a situation. <laughs> but my God, 
One it's of, frozen. Uh, it's fine. One of Kevin Olson's relatives reportedly reported him missing to the uh, Chico Police Department in August because he hadn't heard from Olson in four years. That's a good amount of time to say they might be missing. As stated by the Butte County District Attorney's Office, reports from the family member and another relative indicate that they attempted to contact Olson and even spoke with his roommate. Pertil. <laughs> I think that's how you say the name. I don't know. In order to explain why Olson was unavailable, Pertil always gave various excuses. Chico police reportedly went to Pertil and Olson's apartment on uh, Burnap Avenue, but Pertil told the officers Olson was out of town. When an investigation, Olson was last seen in October of this year. It's a lot of time between like seeing people and be like, well, they're just kind of, they're, they're out of town. You know, they're, they're having a vacay. You know, they're on a bender. According to the DA statement, the investigation uncovered the fact that Olson was a retired Navy member with accounts at Navy Federal Credit Union. And the mortgage on Olson's Burnap Avenue home was paid in full and his retirement benefits were always deposited on time as confirmed by the warrants used by the detectives to access the accounts. Since July of 2019, Olson's account showed that there had been around 50 checks drawn out to Pertil, and handwriting analysis showed the signatures on the checks were not actually written by Olson. <laughs> oh! After executing a search warrant at uh, Olson's Burnap Avenue residence, Chico police found his uh, dead, him dead on the floor. It would have been... Uh, in his rear bedroom. So an official cause of death has not been determined. The district attorney's office has stated that they have reason to suspect that Olson passed away sometime in 2018. So he's kind of a little bit, uh, I would say probably mummified by that point. Like what the hell? Yeah. And you know, his relatives might not have been, particularly close to him or and that sort of stuff you know, happens, maybe it was somebody you know? they didn't see all the time yeah. and, and then they'd reach out and they and you know the roommate would be like yeah he's not here right now and you go okay yeah. is he doing good yeah he's fine he's okay. chilling chilling well, on the floor you haven't heard yeah he's you know he's you know, How do you deal with that whatever smell? Reason, doesn't want to talk to you people. Do you just like evacuate the home for like five months or something and hope the smell goes away and put a lot of Glade plugins in there? How the fuck do you deal with that? I mean, the fact that he's just still laying out a gooey mess, probably dried up at some point. But I mean, why, why would you not? I mean, if you're going to do this sort of shit, why would you not fucking do something? You got all that time get rid of it in pieces or something to not deal with that scent. I, how do you breathe? I don't know. That's weird. I don't know how you, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of things you can get used to. Like you live in the country, you can kind of get used to that manure smell and you don't really smell it anymore. I don't know how on earth you fucking deal ever with the smell of death. I And I've only smelled it a few <sighs> times, but holy shit. It, it's just the most repulsive, horrible thing. I never smelled a human body but I smelled pigs and I know people say pigs are pretty close to humans in smell. And Oh my God, it, it, from distances, it was like, and then you're like, you're near it and it feels like it's on you. And even you shower and you scrub yourself down and you still smell like, you feel like you smell like it for days. I don't know how you make this a lifestyle. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> 
But again, you know, I don't get how you do it in the first place, too. Because, like, all you think about, like, you know, a person like that is just about themselves. And it's yeah. like, I need the money. So to get the money, this is what I got to do. No big deal. Yeah. And I don't know. go on. You cash the checks. How do after you, four years, you're like, we're good. Nobody's going to catch me. How do you ever feel like they're, like, killing somebody's, like, oh, this is a, I don't know. There's something missing in you if that's, like, ever a, an option. <laughs> Like, like no matter what, I know, but we're people are fucking missing something, and I don't know what it is, but it's scary as shit. Because I mean, this is what we base our show on. If this shit didn't happen all the time, we wouldn't have a show. But we talk about things that are almost that used to be like yearly occurrences, like the specials you see on Dateline or you see on uh, some of the true crime docs. It was like, yeah, those were rare because they happened like once a year. There's got to be like a million documentaries in production right now. He's turn on the news one day and pick one and go, I'm going to go do a doc on that. And they've probably already been approached by 30 people within 24 hours of the murder happening. It's, I don't know. The more we're aware of this, the worse it seems to get. And we're also digging up stories too. So I don't know. Maybe we're just putting ourselves in there so we we're are not looking digging up actively stories. looking for them. We're not. But digging maybe them up. if we weren't. We're th- no, these, but these are maybe like, if we weren't like looking at the news and watching that stuff and kind of isolating ourselves from it, it might be. I don't better. know. I mean, because I always thought that too for a long time. But when I look at some of these stories, like the one we had earlier, that was almost dumber like. It's like you would only hear that stuff every once in a while. You he- you would only hear of like things like Amityville every once in a while where somebody wouldn't executed like six people in their house. And now it's a weekly occurrence. Things like that weren't like, oh my gosh, look at back in time. This was a big story when that happened in Charleston, North Carolina or this or that. Now it's like none of that's even relevant because it happens so frequently. Are we hearing more of it? I don't know. I don't know that we are. I I just feel like there's more of it. Could be totally wrong. But I don't know why would like one would get more uh, press than the other when it comes to things like that. I don't know. True crime is pretty popular these days. It almost encourages people to commit it. It makes you kind of wonder. Just makes it seem more normal. Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Leave us a review there on Apple Podcasts. And very soon, be watching. We're going to have a uh, Apple Podcast uh, Plus subscription there. Get advanced episodes of the show. Everything commercial free as well. Very, very soon. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to True Crime Today. True Crime Today. Press subscribe wherever you download podcasts so you don't miss any of our full episodes, breaking news updates, and daily briefs from True Crime Today.